Welcome to TP Talks, PwC's Global Transfer Pricing Podcast Series. This is part two of the BEPS Action 13 podcast. Part one provided a global overview of BEPS Action 13 implementation, including a discussion of how countries have adopted country-by-country reporting legislation. Leading this podcast are Matthias Pedavia, PwC's Global Leader of Global Coordinated Documentation, GCD, and a principal in the PwC Miami office. Ogniana Todorova, the Americas Cluster GCD leader, and a managing director in the PwC New York office, and Michael Walter, PwC Central Cluster GCD leader, and a partner in the PwC Madrid office. Let's move to the other two requirements, right? The master file and the local file. Mm-hmm. Particularly on the master file, I know there was a lot of noise in terms of the information that is required, that is confidential, so on and so forth. But how, how are you guys seeing companies or groups are approaching uh, uh, the, the preparation of the, of the master file? Right. So, starting from a European perspective, I guess, Matthias, uh, that it depends on what type of company you're actually looking at, um, i.e. you might have companies that only have one business line, or you might have two, uh, you might have two conglomerates that have several business lines. So that obviously impacts uh, what is the most practical way to actually go about preparing your master files um, and local files as well. Uh, but at the same time, uh, companies need to be mindful that regardless as to what the most practical way to prepare their transpassing documentation is, uh, the way that we're seeing Action 13 play out and with the various penalty regimes, uh, you will still need to uh, share all of the relevant master file information uh, in probably most of the jurisdictions where you have taxable presence and where Action 13 has been implemented. But mm-hmm. a completely different question is, what is the most practical and what is the most strategic way to actually go about preparing Correct. that documentation, be it uh, with, with just one master file, be it modular uh, by business line, or uh, to pull more information down into the local files. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, I think it's... As Michael mentioned, in Europe there is a there is a, a, a position there of views, but what about the U.S.? Because the the interesting thing is that the, the U.S., as you mentioned before, we introduce only uh, CYC requirements, but technically no master file, local file. So are the U.S. groups working on 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 the master file or not? Oh, yes, they are because they know that they have these transfer pricing uh, documentation requirements in other countries. And as we know, you know, we should just have one master file for the group um, and whether that's prepared uh, centrally and that there's a capability centrally to prepare everything that needs to be in the master file. Uh, you know, it's not the case in, in all companies, uh, you know, some are more, more centralized than others. But uh, there is definitely work to be done because um, a lot of the elements that are necessary for the master file need to be also collected locally or sanity checked locally. Uh, So we're finding that. um, I think one other aspect, a lot of our non-financial services clients are uh, for the first time looking into their financial transactions and we're getting a lot of questions in terms of what, what, what is uh, the content of uh, what we need to put in the master file for those transactions? Do we need to have the analysis or do we need to, is it good enough to just list the type of transactions or, or the loans that exist and, and leave um, you know, that for a separate, uh, for separate uh, file? So um, really, uh, you know, I think we're, what I've seen is that this is a very strategic um, exercise and a lot of 
thought needs to go into it. Uh, and sometimes we're finding that the tax department alone is not able to, um, or not able, or in some cases willing to uh, sign off on those types of uh, mm -hmm. uh, exercises. So we see involvement uh, from legal and, and PR firms because I think our view is that the master file will become public at some point, yeah. and it's a pretty important um, document. Yeah, that's a general view, actually. I, I, I think that that's the most reasonable expectation to have, that at some point in time, the master file and maybe even also the CBCR might end up in the public domain. So, so that's why I think I, I will concur with both of you that is the, the, the strategic element of, of designing the master file and the content is key. And of course, there are questions about how are we obtaining the information? Do we rely exclusively on a 10K a annual report type of, of information, public information or the EU master file? But I think it's the... the uh, uh, the agreement in, in the community is that this is that is a good starting point, but definitely not not the the end. Uh, there are a lot of information that is required that are not necessarily described in the 10K the way the master file is is, is requesting. Uh, let me move quickly on on the local file. Uh, what what we are seeing is that only a small portion of of, of the countries have endorsed or adopted the the local file as as the OECD suggested or, or, or recommended and therefore we still see a number of countries that have their own local flavor uh, or local requirements either the ordering the tested party like the case of, of argentina michael that uh, uh, we were discussing before and, uh, and and the like so any any views on that in terms of the, the local file can we rely exclusively on the OECD local file uh, recommendation or guidelines or, or what is your view there? Right. I would think that uh, that's probably the answer might be very similar depend, um, independently as to what geographic region you look at in throughout the world, i.e. you will have some countries that, uh, that actually have adopted the local file as described in Action 13 but you will have many other countries where you have uh, a lot of similar content but with a lot of nuances as well mm -hmm. <coughs> so uh, that goes for Europe that also goes for Asia and that touches on the way that we were starting this conversation yeah. actually that uh, sure that there are some common denominators uh, but it's not homogeneous uh, but it's not homogeneous common denominators and there are a lot of nuances that companies need to be aware of yeah and from a US perspective we already said that you know the mm -hmm. local file is not necessary we still keep with the 6662 documentation but I think, um, you know, another thing to mention, Michael and Adam, what you were saying, you know, a lot of our clients, a lot of companies have been preparing transfer pricing documentations on a, on a global basis for the last uh, many years because of uh, transfer pricing documentation requirements. And the question is, you know, does that go away? I think we've already said that that does not go away. I think that there's a way to tweak that documentation and convert it to a local file by adding uh, certain items like uh, uh, intercompany agreements and APA rulings and really review that in terms of, you know, what the uh, OECD uh, model is now. But, uh, you know, we, we, we are not envisioning two files uh, mm -hmm. necessarily. Uh, it's more an additive here. Uh, so uh, I think there's definitely work to be done on the local file, but uh, perhaps it's, it's less... Uh, creative work, uh, I think, in, in terms of 
uh, you know, we have a starting point um, compared to the master file, which is mm -hmm. in most cases brand new. Correct. So I think to summarize this point, uh, I think that the trend when these documents came out at the beginning was that was going to be a, a clear centralization of, of, of uh, everything related to compliance or documentation. And what we are seeing is more than a centralization, is a more coordination or coordinated approach. Yes, there are certain aspects that should be discussed at the central level and, and developed at the central level, but there are a number of areas or aspects that needs to be addressed at the local level. So the, the, the old saying of uh, thinking globally, acting uh, locally, I think it is applicable here more than ever. Uh, so let me let me shift to, to the last topic of, of, of the conversation today and is related to that, right? To, to the centralization, coordination, and, and therefore resources. What type of resources uh, companies uh, would need? Definitely with the, the Action 13 uh, implementation, we, as we discussed before, there is a propagation of, of requirements. Those grew uh, exponentially. So how companies are dealing with that? Uh, are we expanding our existing uh, teams, either tax or transfer pricing teams at, 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 the, at the group level? Uh, what is the uh, technology that they are using to uh, expedite or have a more efficient and consistent approach? So any views on, on these topics? Yeah, let me address the human side of things. I think that there's no question that uh, more work needs to be done. Um, there's more the need for more output. Um, and I think um, the need for a more strategic output because of the transparency that we're facing. Mm. Um, and I think what we're seeing is, yeah, there's uh, companies are expanding their uh, tax departments, specifically uh, with respect to transfer pricing capabilities. Mm. That is definitely um, a trend. However, there are others that have cost, cost considerations. And... You know, there's the cost-benefit analysis that needs to happen, and uh, you know, perhaps the existing resources can uh, address certain uh, transfer pricing tasks. Um, and we're working uh, in an expanded manner too as consultants with those types of companies. So we see a mix of reactions, uh, and I think this will most likely maintain to be the case in the next few years until we get to the sort of a steady state in this um, environment. Mm -hmm. And in line with that, Ogniana, from a technology point of view, um, I think that uh, what we're seeing is based on all the things that we have been discussing throughout this conversation, companies uh, have a need to take into account a lot more information than what they used to with regards to transfer pricing documentation in terms of um, more information is needed that information resides in different information sources. Uh, what is required uh, throughout the various jurisdictions is not homogeneous, so you also need perspective as to what do you need where and when. So all of that um, basically uh, triggers also the need on how can technology enable and how can technology facilitate companies uh, to actually be compliant in the most efficient way um, and with some central aspects, of course, but as we have mentioned throughout this conversation, in light of all uh, these, these local nuances and differences, um, local involvement also needs to be there. So technology can also be an enabler 
to further foster collaboration throughout various jurisdictions um, within the multinational um, itself or or with or with the outside advisors. Um, but similar message to what you were just mentioning, Ogniana, from from the human resources point of view. So yes, um, there <coughs> is definitely value and the need for more centralization, but at the same time um, with local involvement in light of all of these nuances. And it's also relevant to point out that transpassing documentation is something that will potentially be asked for by local tax authorities so that you need the local buy-in in those reports in right. order for them to stand behind them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so thank you, Michael. So let me let me wrap this up with a few key takeaways. Uh, I think that the, the first one is clearly going back to your point of Niana on, on, on a lot of uh, volatility and, and a lot of changes in, in, in the marketplace. So first of all, we need to monitor the adoption of the new rules in countries that are relevant to you, to, to, the, to your organization. The second key takeaway, I think, is to develop a strategic approach to preparing all tiers of your of your documentation. Equally important is we need to ensure that all our tiers of documentation have a consistent fact pattern, but, and, and at the same time strike the right balance between centralization and localization. Unfortunately, this is the new normal, uh, and this should be and will be an annual exercise. And I think because of all of the things, uh, as, as Michael mentioned, we need to determine how technology can help us in preparing documentation as, as an enabler uh, rather than a, a solution per se. So with this, we, we conclude with this, with this podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, for anyone interested in, in further information, our contact uh, details are available in the description of the podcast. And thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.